0: to the radiant black podcast this is a podcast focused on radiant black and all things Massiverse <clears throat> by kyle higgins Marcelo costa becca Carey. <coughs> sorry about that and michael Basudo. and this is just to start over at a so yeah.
1: a- sure yeah my no problem
2: yeah no that's
0: messaging me so many chats I have to move um all right okay Now good Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Radiant Black podcast. This is a podcast focused on Radiant Black and all things Massiverse by Kyle Higgins, Marcelo Acosta, Becca Carey, and Michael Basuto. Today, I'm joined by my friends and my fellow co-hosts, Matt, Charlie, and uh, Ali. It's been a minute here. A lot of things have happened uh, since the last episode, even though I posted a, you know, a Radiant Ross episode that I was break-recorded way earlier. So how's everybody?
2: Yeah, doing, doing pretty good, man. Uh, j- Just got back from school, had a bunch of tests today, and this week was pretty crazy all, all around overall. So it's nice to just get to chill here and talk about this super anticipated issue from us. Like, we've been super waiting, ready to talk about this issue, but also just reading this thing, like, ever ever since that first origin issue. Like, this has really been wanting to know more about this character, and here here we are, and yeah, can't wait to dive deeper into it.
1: Yeah, I'm excited too. It's been a uh, it's been a while since this issue was out, but it, my excitement is still at the same level, if not higher. I've reread it a few times, and um, each time I find new things. So I'm excited to get into it and talk about it with you guys.
3: Yeah, same. I mean, this is the uh, the origin I was most anticipating. Besides uh, Marshall's, after talking about all that Morrow talk with the Dead Lucky talk uh, last uh, episode. So. I, you know, this was a super ambitious issue, even by radiant black standards. Well, actually, maybe not by radiant black standards, but for you know, by like Marvel, DC, you know, run-of-the-mill standards. Yeah, this was a hell of an undertaking, and uh, I think I pulled it off. And I'm excited to talk about the implications for the future.
0: Marvel, DC, you're being called out by Matt right now. Holy shit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You you better, better <laughs> watch out. You better. Better watch out. But oh, uh, yeah, cool. no, that's a great point. Uh, you guys are right. This is. just an issue that's been anticipated for a while and i can't wait to dig into it. it's it been it's been a rough few you know, few days of the hurricane so i, I wish everybody hurricane Ian and fiona has been, you know, recovering well i didn't have power for like six days <laughs> so I mean, that's why the recording of this episode is is it's late. Not, la-
3: not worse than your last run-in with a hurricane though jesus christ <laughs> right
0: yeah this is bad luck. made the but,
3: papers not that we're gonna share it but jesus christ
0: yeah um this is a good thing. It's good. It's good to ha- to have something like the Rainy Black number 18 discussion to
2: look forward to. So,
3: yeah. And digital comics don't help you with no power. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> like physical yeah, comics, I baby. I, <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: I, I, you I, you I, just
2: got your I, power back today, right? Yesterday. So as, as, or yesterday. So. Yeah. That's happy.
0: And, and so, we, you know, before we uh, dive into the episode, there's actually some updates in the Masterverse world. The first update is that all the Masterverse comic books have been delayed. And if you want the uh, specific uh, titles, I'll give it to you and write this in one second. So, and, you know, I find this to be totally normal in my opinion. So I'm not upset or anything. Like I was, anti- I'm always anticipating this kind of thing because they are going
2: they're doing an incredible yeah. job. It's not even that. It's, it's pretty test. consistent most yeah. of the time too. So it's I mean, right here and there yeah. isn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We we have been spoiled so far. Like they've been so dead on schedule. And I mean, yeah, it does does suck having to wait a month, but like, yeah, well, <laughs> definitely, not, no. definitely not the end of the world. Like you know what I mean? It'll, it'll
1: be a nice break for our so wallets for a month yeah. or two. That's fine oh yeah well the the infinite edition (laughs) yeah yeah that's true which we'll talk about yeah we'll get to to that in a second but
0: yeah um no you guys are right. it's just a month and i think for those of you who are who want the specifics the dead lucky number five is now releasing december 28 2022 rogue son number 10 is releasing january 18 2023 and Radium Black number 21 is releasing January 4, 2023. So not a big deal, honestly. Uh, all things considered, it could be worse. So yeah, I, I agree with everything you guys said. The next item on the checklist is we've got Radiant Red trade paperback coming out, and I know we've mentioned this once before, but we got one one minor update that I've, I think I, I don't want to. Someone can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but I believe Michael Basudo said that they're also printing radium black number six in the radium red trade paperback. Yes, pack. yes.
1: Yeah, he that's pretty awesome. That.
0: Yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm picking that up just because you know, that's a that's a sweet package right there for the price. So I, I I'm gonna get on that, and I recommend that those of you who is it is it also going to be ten bucks like U.S. dollars uh, at least? Uh, it's it's sixteen ninety nine uh, for the for the radium red. So. Okay. Which There's I still think, yeah, I still think it's pretty good. So oh, I'm yeah. going to. That's
2: still I'm very gonna,
0: fair. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm grabbing that. So I'm just. And I recommend those of you who haven't checked out Radium Rent to grab it. And for those of you who want to, you know, got to catch them all, you know, go, <laughs> go for it. I know Matt's going to be the first one in line for reading Rent to grab it back. I'm just saying.
3: I already have yeah. six pre ordered and <laughs> my christmas gets ready no but that mercury form that doesn't come back if people that missed on a rain and red don't get to see the mercury form like jesus christ like i think it, for me it's almost as cool as the hulkbuster yeah no I
2: yeah agree. yeah 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 i would it's agree really cool.
3: it's it's yeah, sleek uh, and it'd be really a good way cool. to like like imagine how these characters could evolve like we just we've seen base forms we've seen some cape boats and some powered up forms but like five years from now like who knows what we'll be looking at Anyways.
0: yeah and actually just uh to... Spin off of that, like even if they we don't bring back that particular form anytime soon, just the idea that she could have multiple forms based on what's happening within the contest. Like maybe they'll even give her like a newer form. So like whatever just, the element, she can adapt. Yeah, yeah based either. on the yeah.
1: substance. Yeah. yeah,
0: she's got a lot of possible, like endless possibilities basically with reading red. Really, so just get creative.
2: But uh, yeah, just Suck no. up the ocean. Yeah. Something well, like that. Sweet.
0: The next item is a big one actually and it's two items uh, earlier uh like a week or two ago they announced a radiant black number 18 infinite edition and the rogue sun number seven i believe glow in the dark edition so i just want to say before before we really go into this the infinite edition is awesome no question there um and the rogue sun goal in the dark uh is is oh my god like that was the one that really got me it's so fucking cool yeah and I would, thanks to Ali, because he he actually was the one who got it for me, because I was you know I didn't have power, <laughs> so I almost missed out on that. But no, I I you know thanks. But uh, yeah, what would you guys I did? I'm assuming everybody just got one one or one of them at least. Yeah, I mean
1: I I got both for myself, and then two for you, like you said. Yeah, yeah, I got Where I got one
2: I? of these.
3: Yeah, I'm waiting for that radiant black van that's down in the lock, and I can just uh, steal their prize possessions for like a fraction uh, for pennies <laughs> on the dollar No, uh, I didn't. I missed out on some stuff. Um, yeah, I'm not good with money, so I gotta be careful. Like, uh, if I have money in my bank account, like it's going somewhere stupid, like I will get whoopee cushions and not to save the future, just <laughs> foolishness.
0: so yeah. Uh, oh my god,
3: but yeah, no, um. Obviously, there's so much stuff here. Like I'll go broke, and like the repo guy will just be like, "Well, what is this comic, Radiant Black?" <laughs> like you know, they take all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's dude, true. Number yeah.
0: one's already selling for like twenty five, thirty bucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it was it's just crazy. Weird. It was just crazy. Like that's amazing.
3: That yeah. number one cover, like it, it's so cool how it has the colors of all the Radiant Black characters, and it's it's so different than all the other 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 covers to me. I love it.
0: Oh, 100 percent, Michael Cho, man. That's why I was I was so eager to get a, like a dude or a sketch or signature or anything, really. And, uh, yeah, just, I mean, guys, I think there's still some, some Radiant Black Infinite and 18 Infinite and Rogue Sun Glow in the Darks available on the website, Comic Sketch Art. So if you want to grab a copy, go for it there. Uh, as far as we've heard, they're New York City Comic Con exclusives. Uh, so that's the occasion, the, the Infinite Edition, if you don't know. And uh, you know we've all we're all just all in awe, so we, nobody mentioned it. But it's a, it's a, like a one-page fold-out kind of thing where the entire book just pulls out to one page, so you need like a conference table basically to be able to read it. But like, yeah.
2: uh, it's really cool. Yeah, on, honestly, like I, I was surprised they didn't do something like this for Nightwing eighty-seven, like like yep. something like this. Like I'm surprised yes. I'm like, as something yes. I, 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 I like, I was like this, this more cool. innovative yeah. than DC. Yeah. No, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, sure. but, but, yeah. Andre, oh,
0: Ka, yeah. But, like, ha, ha, up yours, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. But but he, but even that like that was just a straight linear that that was more of a art an art show like by Bruno Redondo. But this like just the way the story was told like page to page like just the way we, you had to read it and how you could read it different ways like just yeah no this thing was absolutely so awesome and i could see this issue being like the number one issue like of me going back the most and like just digging through this thing and just like seeing what's going on reading it different ways and yeah it's
0: i agree i was left with more questions
2: yeah i
3: I thought we'd have to wait until rogue son to choose our own adventure but you can read this comic a couple different ways at least two that i thought of yeah
2: yeah 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 yeah, you're right
3: and then read it through uh, in a linear fashion Uh, you know it's it's really cool the way it changes the way you think about storytelling and stuff like that that's really effective writing and it that's why i am attracted to kyle higgins style so much of it. it's just like you know like he takes stuff and just it's like what he's done in 20 it's not even at issue 20 and they've done like more than i can count on one hand in ways the innovative issue of, of in storytelling it's it's mind-blowing
0: he's got Hi. two superheroes one to deal with the cosmic and one to deal with Earth. no i'm just kidding There <laughs> you anyway, go ahead.
1: No, I wanted to ask you guys, how did you guys initially read it the first time? Did you read it timeline like each? each I Dude, week? I read
0: it all like just like a normal book. I read it, yeah, timeline by timeline. So going But down. not,
1: so not, oh, so you so you read page by page, like you just flipped yeah. page, you read up oh, really? to left to right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. No, I read oh, okay. it differently. See, I read it like 80, 89, and 2002, 2020, and 38? Yeah. yeah. 38. Yeah, 84. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that that's what I did at first, like initially, like it first comes up and we see like the four timelines, like I kind of just split it down, like first one having the kid 2002 kind of firing the people 2020 they kind of just the downfall and getting the radiant and then we get that awesome post-cataclysm war kind of thing we'll talk more about but um at first I was reading this digitally actually and um because it doesn't give you the double page spread right in your face I was reading it page to page um and then I kind of like after page five I was just kind of like okay I actually went back and restarted it literally just to completely understand the story literally, and then kind of dig around other kind of other ways and go through it like that
1: works both ways my second read through mm-hmm. I read it like bash said like page by page instead of timeline by timeline and it, it works both ways it's pretty interesting yeah i did the, I did the opposite but yeah 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 it's still it's still pretty cool like for for reading it again and then you see the themes go from year to year more clearly when you read it uh page by page rather than each timeline yeah. on the song yeah yeah
3: I feel like that's probably the best way to do it like reading it like a regular comic I think like you can you can it's harder to get like you can get this destroyed in the timelines pretty easily but you can get more of a concrete view of like, okay, this timeline's this, yeah. this timeline's this, other than the the fourth timeline, in the future, which kind of stands out in its own. It's like its own different beast. But yeah, I read it left to right the first time.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, yeah uh, and I can't can wait to do that when it's just all spread out in front in front of us. Like it's gonna be crazy.
0: Yeah. And just the the last, I guess the last thing on the on the checklist, it's the double announcement. So the first one is that kyle higgins had the first episode or hosted the first episode of black market live which is the black market Narrative, uh Mm
2: -hmm. basically
0: live segment yeah it was yesterday if you missed it don't worry it's on youtube so just go to black market narratives youtube channel and you'll see it there so uh yeah it was a really good time i I feel like if you're really well versed with the massiverse like if you're one of the people who's on the Rain and black discord and you're up to date with, you know, the stuff there. Like, I, I don't feel like you really missed out on anything. They did have one or two things that were new, but it was really good for, for it was especially in my opinion, good for newer people or even just general audiences who are kind of interested, but not like super invested into this universe yet. I enjoyed it. I had a great time. I saw a lot of people familiar faces and some unfamiliar faces. I saw Chris from Comic Tropes, which was awesome and uh yeah just a good time i know one thing that was announced from it that got i think all of us excited and we we already knew about this from the conventions but just formally announced you know now it's out there everywhere uh there's the the rb soft vinyl figure right in the works so that's going to come out soon and uh kyle higgins said that that you know he does have an action he's an act you know he's he loves action figures and they do want to eventually do like a proper action figure, but they're just waiting for the right you know, situation, the right context, the right everything. So,
3: yeah. I think they're waiting for Paramount to put out the movie to really finish the model. Right? <laughs> but yeah, Let's for those that don't know, they, there's an upcoming Paramount property that looks so it looks closer to Radiant Black than Best Buy. Is
1: L- that L- Owen oh, Wilson? Old Wilson right? Oh shit! Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, I totally. That, yeah. that was that no, was
2: that yeah. went over my head Yeah,
1: best yeah no, that, that was
2: that was that was pretty funny
1: no, it looks <laughs> way too much like and black it's it's if it yeah, if it is black a coincidence was... it's a pretty crazy freaking coincidence it, it,
0: it, it's yeah no it's just it's a lot of no, in my opinion
2: yeah the trailer is just yeah pretty tough but <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's dive into uh, the issue
0: Radiant black number 18. so let's go through the creatives of this issue. We've got Kyle Higgins co-writing with Lawrence Holmes and you know Lawrence Holmes he's a figure from sports and and you know social media and all that so people are quite familiar with him from the in the Chicago scene the Chicago area so it's kind of a big deal I guess for some people. I know some people some ODPH podcasts and everything said they were really excited looking forward to this so that's awesome. Art by yeah, Stefano I, Simeone. I love that
2: video he posted. Sorry, uh, real quick. Oh, no, no. no. Lawrence. Yeah, he, like, seemed like he, really, he was excited. Really excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's a comic
0: book nerd. He's telling me, like, oh, I read, like, you know, Green Lantern, Justice League, Marvel, and then other yeah, Marvel shows. Yeah, Marvel yeah. Oh, yeah. Really excited. Like, uh, one of us, yeah, you that know? That's cool. Yeah. Art by Stefano Simeone, who, who who killed it. Like, absolutely just destroyed it this issue. Uh, unbelievable stuff. And um, Letters by Becca Carey. Of course, editing and designing by Michael Basudo. So uh, let's get into this issue. But yeah, we're not going to go into each timeline because it, this is one of those issues where, honestly, you really have to read it. So spoiler warning now. We're going to spoil the fuck out of this issue in a few seconds. So, yeah. Anyway, we w- immediately, right, we get the, the first page with the four different timelines. We got 1984, 2002, 2020, 2038. There's 18 years between each timeline and... Immediately, we've got the borders getting thinner between each timeline, which is a nice little effect done there by Stefano, I think. Um, Well, yeah, what do you guys think? Just the impact overall of this first page already. You know it's going to be, like, a big issue.
1: The one that's – the panel that stands out the most to me is obviously the 38 one, 2038, because it's just, like, there's nothing. It's decrepit. Immediately, I thought he was homeless um at that point which i guess he is but there's there's a lot bigger problems than homelessness at this point in time yeah mm-hmm.
3: the use of negative space is really interesting it really allows you to fill in and speculate what you think this world is going to be like we don't see a lot we do see more backgrounds going forward but this is like it's it's white it's empty and like there's a lot more you know darkness you see a little bit of light coming through and then there's all this kind of light and he's just kind of like looking away I it's obviously yeah that is the most standout area and that was what i was most interested in in 2038 or whatever but yeah, I, I just thought it was a really unique take, and I love what they did with the future.
0: I like it, True. reminds me of Oblivion's song, like Lauren's. The yeah, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's
2: a good shout out. Yeah, I didn't. I think
0: just that. really, really like that. Of, the whole time I, yeah. read,
3: I was thinking Oblivion's song. And the panel structure reminds me of somebody's killing the children, how they have all those pages that were yeah. like spread to the panels. Yeah,
2: that's yeah, good. Yeah, and I, I think this is a page we saw quite a bit back, right? Um, like, we, we, th- this was the preview page. I don't know when we first saw this. Yeah, yeah. like right up. O- right away it just it sets the tone like uh, off the first page it's no spoilers you know his life's gonna go to shit from 19 (laughs) like you know what i mean like from timeline you know it's just gonna get worse and it's just like but just the way how it gets there and the way it goes through there's so many questions like that that are brought up that i i still have and uh yeah like i i just love the way this first page really really sets sets the tone
3: yeah i love how it contextualizes his relationship with eva too how it's like he has the daughter and the relationship doesn't usually work out that well so he's got that soft spot maybe in the way him giving her the radiant is probably just like you know like this is what i would have liked you know for my daughter to have or something like that yeah. it's kind of like a nice thing like a fatherly bond yeah
0: before we dive too deep into this issue i just want to announce uh, some big news actually for the for the radiant black podcast we recently got a patreon so if you want to be one of the awesome nerds that uh supports you know the podcast on the most extreme level then you could do that so uh you could uh, do that patreon.com slash reading black podcast and it's actually very cheap i think it's like two dollars for the normal uh subscription and then for the extra nerdy one i think that's i, I put nerd or something in the, <laughs> in the description so that's what you see uh i think it's like four bucks so the price of like a comic book for example and, and if that's how
3: you find out with like the two or four dollars that you're a nerd i'm sorry you have to find yeah. out that way if i do. <laughs> this podcast i mean if i'm on this yeah. podcast i've accepted that i'm a nerd and the, the sooner you guys all do no but yeah, yeah patreon it's the best way to support the podcast and to really those like two dollars or whatever you have to spare really shows us that there's interest in the podcast mm-hmm. and uh, helps cover costs to produce this and prove equipment and really just give you a better product and show you that there's an interest in it. And it'd be amazing if you didn't, if you didn't likes and uh, retweets and everything like that goes a long way as well. And we love every, every, Ooh. every show of support means yeah. the world to us.
0: And if you, yeah, so you don't have to, obviously we don't expect anything, but if anyone wants to be, you know, that's up to you. But one thing we do offer our Patreon members is that they'll get access to our episodes earlier. And we're actually going to have, special giveaways and certain episodes that are for patreon only so um yeah so there's that to look forward to so I'm gonna be extra special and we're even gonna have uh obviously milestones where we're gonna let patrons decide what they want to do for or what they want to do for the content and who they want to come on the podcast for certain episodes i'm excited for that and, uh, yeah, we're also on TikTok and that's where I remember the the page or talk about the preview page because that was one of the posts for the TikTok. I used one of the pages uh for the first post, which, which was, yeah, there's actually a surprising amount of interaction on TikTok, especially with Radiant Black and, you know, amazing Nick Enger, who we had on the last few episodes. We, he, he's, he's quite a presence on TikTok. So it's awesome to see you know, him stewarding Radiant Black, basically. And, uh. Then now now other people are beginning to really enjoy like comic book Who I just saw who who just been who just discovered it like yesterday two days ago and been talking about how good it is. So yeah, just check it those, out.
1: Those are some of my favorite tweets on when I go on Twitter when I just see people reading through reading Black for the first time and you see like their reaction and excitement progress from issue to issue. It's just some yeah. of the best shit on there to be in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. Every, everyone always thought, like check out the animation.
0: Check
2: out the animation. Like it's just like man, man. like
0: let him just get there naturally. And it's not, then right?
3: yeah, like check out <laughs> if the. If they're animation. already on the line, don't spoil the. Yeah. You know, don't spoil it. Like, yeah. For me, it's such a great way to show your friend. Like, look, this is legit. Like, look at this. Look at this. This is sweet. It's quippy, but also it's like just read the first issue. The Power Zone. I was trying to get my roommate to read the and Black One, and you read like all my comics except for and Black One. And I know it's got pissed. <laughs> it's like it's uh. good. You'll like it. But he read like Jojos and stuff like comics. My friend lent me and stuff. So, yeah. That's, that's my, uh this is my uh, gear to grind there.
0: Right? So Reign Black 18, I mean, th- th- the first timeline, 1984, that's when, that's the timeline we're going to see when his daughter is going to be born, Wendell's daughter. And, you know, he's just getting settled in with the family. He's young and spry, everything's, you know, there's still hope. But then, you know, in the 2002 timeline, we see that that hope is beginning to fade because things are difficult. It's not exactly how he not only intends but he hopes it would have been uh, he's, he's finding it very difficult to balance a very demanding work life in terms of trying to re- 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 reinvigorate his company or rejuvenate yeah the company uh hirsch which he works at that's what's called and uh yeah it's like an energy company or a technology company and um He's trying they're trying to pull out, they're basically struggling big time. And he's like the big hire. You know, we find out here he's got a PhD, he's very educated. And just going off this these first few pages, because it'll be very hard, you know, not to, to you know do it by timeline. But what do you guys think? Like obviously there's a distinction between what's going on between each timeline, but overall the first few pages, just seeing his transition from you know the hopeful youth to almost like bitter reality of an old man, even to where to the point where like that guy comes with a donut shop. Like, what are you guys thoughts here?
1: You, you can definitely where? see the hope, like you said, come less and less. It becomes more bleak and you can even I mean, see it, it fades from his hair. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. But no, the the colors even get darker as you go down each timeline, especially the 2020 timeline. And then, as as the comic goes it kind of changes a little bit but we'll, i'll get to that when when we reach it eventually
2: but it's interesting like he's a genius like he was like the golden yeah, boy company yeah 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 what well, one question i did have for you guys right, right off the bat is um on the first or the second page right when you flip that first panel um, when when the wife, what what was the wife's name? Again? Is it
0: Zandra? One of them, Zandra.
2: Zandra, yeah, I think yeah. I think that that yeah, I think that is right. Um, but Zandra, um, she basically um starts there and she comes over and she says nine months ago, Mr. George. Um, so I'm assuming is that Wendell's last name. Oh yeah. Um, yeah so then later. Him? they mentioned this is mr hirsch's son jack um no, so, Hirsch is the uh, owner of the mill the company that works at. Yeah. Yeah. okay but that's this is mr hirsch's son is, was he introducing him to the other guy as oh, I, mr hirsch's son or that or the the guy with the ginger hair was mr hirsch's son
1: i, I think, had I to think, reread that a couple yeah. times so it's a it's a little confusing the way it's written but i'm i'm pretty sure he's introducing Jack, which is Mr. Hurch's son. Yeah, OK, OK, yeah. OK, yeah, yeah. And I think it's safe to assume his Wendell's last name is. Um, it's George. George. Yeah, they it, say it in the description, George. like the synopsis, yeah. I think, for the issue or
0: something. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. it's George. Yeah. OK, it's, yeah, George yeah. From okay. Purdue yeah. as well, right? So he's, he's, he's like the golden boy of this company. But yeah. you almost see the realities like you yeah. know, quickly. You see them between each timelines. You got 18 years in, in between each panel, right? or each between each sequence of panels and it's just i i gotta say like i'm i i've got a few i've got many questions i think this this issue leaves us with way more questions than i was hoping but in a lot of ways it's a good thing because i'm, I'm more invested and i'm honestly I'm, I, I know a lot more about wendell but my first question is i wonder where his daughter is in the present like timeline because we've seen she has a kid she has uh and he, you know, they were doing that, like, one Skype session where he, she's in the background, she asks about him, so I wonder, like, if the relationship, it seems like, between him and his family, is still tense, like, he, 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 he's, he might be, like, an unreliable sort of, uh, like, uh, radiant yellow right now, because while he does have all his, you know, his powers and everything, by the end, it's like, he does go back right we, we see he does go back to where we are in the present timeline almost like this is what could happen so it's like if he's operating on the notion of what the could possibly happen right based on uh, obviously what has happened so far i think that that could be very misleading i'm just i'm just saying
3: no you're you're onto something it's very hard with the time you want me stuff it was bad enough a couple issues ago but like this gets uh this this is a whole other level of it and I like how we're staying like legally distinct from Best Buy like if you look we, the we just did the black lines we just did the outline that's like three dash dash whatever like that's not Best Buy
2: because
3: we talked with we asked uh Michael when he was on the on the podcast with us and he was saying it's like well you know he just keeps this leg- leg- legally distinct like they could if they're worried they could have changed it to Good Purchase which is something I think back on all the time Good Purchase is such a good name but no I like it and the same with the Beanie Baby where the tag does not even look like remotely the same because like. They don't need a lawsuit right now. Although, I mean, when we're selling those infinite issues, that should be enough to uh, cover a lawsuit and take Best Buy down once and for all, really. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, I like that. And uh, it's kind of interesting the relationship that Ro- Wendell has with robots, right? Because he helped the robots against himself. And now, like, of course, a robot he's got a robot of his own that actually might want to help him, which I think is a nice little uh, theme there, a nice some symmetry of the uh, pendulum swinging back.
0: That's actually an amazing observation. And not only another one, but like... You, another another one is like we have this parallel of, or maybe I'm just making it up, but the whole time you're seeing that his workers, or sorry, the employees at Hirsch company are getting fired. And he's actually one of the reasons for it. He's the one that they choose to start laying them off, which is tough yeah. on him already, right? Like that's it's tough for so many reasons. So he's to lay off all these people that he's getting to know. While also trying to build connections at this new company and trying to like change the you know uh, things for the better, also at the same time you notice that at the end of the issue, you know as we continue through the t- that timeline, while the employees are getting less and less, at the end of the issue you're seeing that there's less and less humans on Earth, and he has to go to the robot for help, you know, which is ironic because yeah, at the same time that yeah yeah he the, guy, the other guy comes back to him, one of the guys who he find, he's telling him like oh like you, like you said like oh like something about obsolete i forget the line but it's like yeah the guy who made the robot finally become obsolete or something like yeah. that so yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: that's it's interesting it makes you think and it's just like what if like if on a great grand scale just going back on what nick said on one or two episodes ago like what if he's the one like if his technology is what led to the building of these radiants? i'm just going real crazy
2: here like what if that's
0: the okay but i mean it's not likely i do I, I do like that right? like
2: we, we do see he is very technologically sound like he's he's very like he's got a Ph.D. He's got all this stuff. Um, what I love, like, honestly, this this um this whole issue kind of gave me vibes of and and I'm not completely done the series yet. And I a series that Kyle just finished is uh, Better Call Saul. Um, just the way Saul try like Jimmy's trying to do every like he always tries to do the right thing, but it just leads him down to this gutter. Um, where obviously i I haven't seen the rest so I'll see where it goes, but it just like it very just relates with him like he's just he's just trying to do the right thing. he moved his, fa- his family all the way out to get this new job, and they faked him out instead of the operations manager instead they they're gonna have him operating assistant, so obviously that's that's gonna make a lot less um but he has this he has this great idea that makes them a lot of money but then it leads him down the road to firing a bunch of people and kind of getting upset that way so it's just kind of he just he just can't win um right now
0: and he's, he's never a- there for his daughter yeah.
2: yeah uh
3: just like uh last flight out you know very similar to that but uh, yeah. it's funny he doesn't assimilate well to use a robotic term like he doesn't he can't be absorbed by the system he kind of wants to improve it and stuff like that And he does he makes changes to it that are detrimental to him. Cause that's the thing about a business, a business, is like a big organism and it doesn't always care about every single cell. And sometimes cells die 100%. off for the greater being. And that's what happened. with Mendel, Right. So there's elements of that too. I just, I think this is genius storytelling. Cause even the best by itself is just, is a kind of like an archaic store that they're still around, but they're not really part of the discussion. They're just kind of like lingering around. You're like, okay, whatever you got to fade off. And also how awesome are we? Well, not awesome are we, but like how great we've gone 22 minutes ish, 24 five minutes maybe. And we haven't even mentioned Ori who could easily yeah. you know like that's a i was ass. waiting
0: for that. yeah I, and someone some people said they didn't even catch you on the first read and i knew right away like literally the moment i looked at the character i'm like this is someone we know
2: like already I think they only that, said her name yeah. Once. They yeah, they said said her once. once yeah Yeah, and it, yeah. And,
0: and i knew there was a connection because they said that ornate in the next issue is a timeline manipulator so i was thinking maybe that's where this connection comes from like we'll see i don't know maybe i'm way off but that would be cool if that was Mm-hmm. sounds like
3: some connective tissue that sounds likely to happen. I just, I wasn't sure it was Ori. I'm like, yeah, we know this person. But when they say Ori, that's such a distinct name. Like, what other comic character is named Ori?
2: I don't know.
0: Maybe in some It, way it like just
2: it. looks like her, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's exactly It looks
0: exactly like her. Like it, it's her my, shorter hair.
2: Yeah, my only hang-up is she doesn't look much older um then she does in the present but maybe that's, that's
0: because she's, she's supposed to be like a teenager in the present so, so that's she, she's what. about
1: like in her mid-30s now right yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. if it's
2: 18 yeah she's
1: supposed yeah. To, be to like, she, she, she'd, be
0: like know, right?
2: she'd be like 35 to 40 there so yeah maybe it's just a different like style and cool. art or maybe yeah okay okay yeah you're right I, but no i i definitely that that was really cool and and i think it would it 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 would almost kind of be a too small of world if you just had two two yeah, yeah. but but you never know. you
3: like I don't, I don't know. well, what if she can time travel too? Like what if this is purposely? What if she doesn't look at yeah. like oh, all okay. like she like- has. I mean, magic is a thing. We have, might have magic and space tech going on together. And, like, science can't explain it. So, technically, radiance are, are magic, realistically. But uh, maybe it could. But I'm not a science guy. But we don't know. That could be an element. Like, you don't think, like, Ryan and Pear, like, why don't we do the most – Ryan and Pear. Kyle and Kyle and Ryan uh, <laughs> aren't uh, aren't coming up with the craziest time stuff ever. Maybe they're pulling time heists. They're watching basketball games. Like, hey, what if we did this? Like, get out of here. You're fucked. And then they do it, like, a month later. Or, like, you know, six months later. I wouldn't put anything past these guys like don't expect too much, but who knows what they what they're pulling off?
1: Yeah. Well, one one thing I found interesting is that she doesn't or she doesn't appear to be using too much magic, but she she gets this like radiant style mask that looks a lot like zero zero one's mask. And they mentioned zero zero one right they when do. they encounter that yeah. being, and the next that was big. says, that was Yeah, big. it's
0: big. First of all, this being looks cool, and I want to know like what is this some like sort of like Last of Us type of like future apocalyptic shit, kind of thing. But he says. Hey, kiddos, you wouldn't happen to be the couple of 001 percent who blew up half of Kenosha, would you? Because, boy, we've been murdering to meet you. So, what?
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> we see, like we what? see the robots from space, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot what issue it was, but they're there, too. It's, seven. It, it's all connected somehow.
0: Yep. So, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm honest, I need more context. I can't really make a full decision based on what's going on here right now because there's just too many things happening at once. But... I was very big,
2: intrigued here. Big implications for 001, though. It kind of shows oh, yeah. maybe he's a leader of, of the rebellion here or something. But um, I know we were, we were a little suspicious of him, at first, or I, I was anyways. Um, but, yeah, no, it's n- nice to see his name in there again. Hmm. And yeah. and also leads, uh, also I want to say, also maybe could lead more to that. Uh, I think it, uh, Matt was saying SU-24, that 001 origin, fingers crossed
3: yeah we talked about oh, yeah. that that'd be cool like i still don't know like i last issue like the discussion we had about dead lucky and stuff like i think that was that a lot came from that of me thinking like marshall's origins like could he be moro and then talk getting origins in issue 24 who knows who we're gonna get and i'm excited who i don't even know we might be entirely cold on who it could be marshall or 001 who knows maybe it could be the origins of the Radiance themselves like how it actually happened we actually get to see them like come to earth like din Nehru ferrari style Ocarina green of time shit who knows who knows? Uh-huh. Like the future, we don't know what book this is. I don't even know. I could have, you know, I could have been reading in braille the whole time, and uh, who knows? <laughs> uh, I tried to make that work. I was, it was too, too much. Anyways, but yeah. Yeah, we
2: got your point. Got your point.
3: Though. Yeah, and I love the 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 difference in art and like the the way it's laid out like that panel of uh yellow when he's in the apocalypse just like laid out like there's a lot where he's laid out looking like shit but there's one where it's like you know shit went down like you don't know but it's like (laughs) this is the timeline we don't want to spend too much time and we're trying to prevent this shit like it it's hell you have ori who knows uh you know the seagulls could be dead uh you know (laughs) dylan could be off doing captain marvel shit in space for all we know
0: yeah i mean it's weird how he keeps on like encountering I don't know, like, these people who get powers, I guess, like, I mean, with Eva, I guess he was the catalyst for that, but, man, I just want to say, like, Stefano killed it, this issue, like, the expressions, you really feel his pain in almost every single timeline, so, man, you, you, you fucking, you multiplied my, my emotions exponentially times four this issue, because I was feeling it, like, so much (laughs) every time reading this issue, it hit, like, four times harder, because there's four timelines, and, every single one of them is emotional, like, they're all tough, they're all, like, Wendell, Wendell has it tough, man, I'm surprised that he's still trying to keep it together, but it also makes me think, like, is there a more, like, sinister, and not, not, not necessarily within, with intent, like, it, you know, like, the road to hell is paved with good intention kind of thing, maybe he is genuinely trying to, like, fix the timeline in his, in his point of view, but also, like, you know, when we see last issue and he was just like surprised that Marshall was alive, it's just like makes you think. You know what I mean? Like, like if he went in there knowing like someone was gonna die and then it's like kind of upset that he didn't. It makes you think like is he? And he, if he's almost like he has that, he has that like, you know, the the the, the end of the like, issue gives you the vibe that of last issue justifies the means. Like, yeah, like yeah. maybe I should, you know, find a way to correct. The error, you know, would like you some kill baby gang Hitler?
3: Would you let young yeah. adult Marshall die in a, in a basketball mm-hmm. court? You know, those kind of things. But yeah, no, it's yeah. true. And like, he doesn't want to, but some things it's like the needs of the many away the needs of the few, like, or it's my family. Like a lot of people, they'll lie to you and tell you like, I don't know, I'm, if it's like your family or like a billion lives, most people are going to pick their family. That's reality. Like, unfortunately, it sounds fucked up, but the people, you know, and like losing that, like, I don't know, you'd have to have a lot of people would pick their family over everything else. And if you can go back yeah. in time, you have to kill one person, even though they seem like an okay kid you consider it at the very least
2: yeah yeah what one one actually small comparison i wanted to make to that and small spoilers to uh to a power bomb uh coming out like that really reminds me of just like them at the tournament like like um I, i forget the main character's name but she's she's there just to get get her mom back right and there's these people here that are trying to get these civilizations back and resurrect their whole planets but like obviously yeah you're, you're gonna do what's right and obviously it's not the exact same situation but you're always gonna do what's right for your family m- most of the situation that
3: was a power of comparison that's a good point and yeah, that's great. Powerbomb. You have two orangutans just fighting for their sibling, or whatever. Or you have people fighting for dominations of a kingdom. Do a powerbomb is the shit, by the way. Like if you don't, if you ever listen to anything I say, great. read a powerbomb. Read the read the hell of it. It's amazing. So or, uh, going up the reservation.
0: Uh, yeah, it was. A, he, we see that you know in the next few pages that Wendell, when he was younger, really just wanted to modernize and he wanted the company to modernize, embrace more technology, and he wanted to be the person to help. But like Matt said, he was having trouble understanding the business end of it. And they were almost like putting him in his place, telling him to like just do the tech stuff. But then we see with his kid, it's much of the same. Like, he, you know, even he shows up to a birthday party where son is asking him where's the cake. And they never talked about a cake. And they just start fighting. And it gets really ugly. And it's in front of his daughter and her friends. And it, it's just horrible. Like, Aziza just blows up on them. And that's his daughter. She just she's not happy about the situation. So we see that, you know, his, his relationship is getting worse with his family because he's never, he's not present. His relationship with his work is getting worse because he's just not, you know, he's not fully qualified to do the business stuff and almost making things worse at tech stuff. End of it. Because while he is, like you guys said, embracing tech, he's making things, making the people obsolete. So the guy, you know, in the, in the real time also, it's not so much better because even the guy comes back to him and though he gives him some decent advice, it's kind of, it kinda, I guess, the reality check of like, oh, that donut guy, the guy told him to go like, shove a donut on his ass or whatever, and now has a donut shop, like, you know, <laughs> like some poetic justice right there, but I want to say the future timeline, where we, to 2030, 2038 timeline, where we see Ori and, and Wendell get into their bikes and race away, but later on in the issue, towards the end, we see, a, you know, in the, the issue where is multiple visions of the past and future. We see there's, like, three riders in, in the background of one of the images. And I just thought that was very interesting. We'll touch upon that later. But, yeah, like, you know, relationships falling apart with the family. We, we get that. But what the hell is going on in this future timeline? Is Do you guys think, like, the Catalyst War is over, Earth is lost, and the robots have taken over? Because we see, like, robots chasing them down. We see, like, even the, the – I'm not even sure if that was, like, a half robot, half person. It was the person, but person from earlier who was threatening them. So it's like, what's going on? But right before I ask you, we, perfect time for a question is, he encounters what we've all been speculating on, a yellow robot. So there is, in fact, a yellow robot. And I think it's safe to say at this point there's a pink robot, but we'll know for sure later. But I think it's safe to say. So there's a yellow robot. And he gives him this freaking glowing, radiant-looking thing, and he shoves it into the robot, and it powers the robot up. And the robot's surprised to see Wendell, right? This robot's surprised to see Wendell. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how did you do all this? And he's like, Rendell tells him, "I've done the impossible. I brought you back, and I want you to fix everything." So, what's what's going on? Here?
1: It's it's a little weird to me because this is, I guess, the second time we see the robot physically outside of existence on Earth. The the only other time I can think of is during Supermassive. He doesn't
0: say welcome to existence. Did you notice that? He, he doesn't because he's
1: not. Yeah. He's not. He's 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 on Earth. He's not in existence. And it's he's like, existence. it seems like he's depowered or dead or whatever but what whatever that little like radiant energy that he put into him that seems to be like his soul or battery battery or whatever you want to call it his
2: fuel cell I think yeah, they call
1: it. yeah 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 no, i i like that and
2: just this whole this whole post-apocalyptic timeline this this freaking art was amazing like that that one scene where they were all battling through that little little gang of thugs there um that that was freaking that was that was unreal um but one one thing i was curious about was you actually in that um page where you see them fighting you see one of the villains like faces there like with the red eyes almost look a little humanoid there um, and yeah. so that that just makes me curious like if it's like a actual person taking over maybe it could be another alien race we still still have no idea Mm -hmm. but yeah it's interesting i love that
3: line from the robot we are products of our decisions it's so good because like he's on a he's on a production line they're making products and we are products of our decisions and that's why this is wendell's thing he's got the most regrets he's the oldest radiant he's made the most mistakes he can pinpoint these moments that if he did something different he could maybe change it and maybe not all of it actually has an effect but maybe he's only doing it the stuff that would would save the world not necessarily his his family and he might have to do stuff he would never do but that's a hell of a burden it's like dr strange and stuff like that like Heavy, where, you know, heavy is the king, heavy is the crown, you know, something yeah. like that. Like, it's a big decision. No one else has to make this stuff. And even Marshall and Nathan have their own decisions of, like, sharing this Radiant and stuff like that. Like, who, th- it's, it's really cool. Like, we could have Marshall, um, we could have Wendell come to kill Marshall, and it would be entirely justified. And, you know, on both ends.
0: And not only that, but it's also interesting that Ori, yeah, like you guys said earlier in the panel where she's fighting the robot, she has some, like, armor on, like, it comes on, so maybe she has also powers, or maybe she's using 001 technology that's, like, you know, you know, that she, they, they bootleg in the future. But I, 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 whatever the case is, I, yeah, the destructive uh, backgrounds uh, in terms of uh, the 2038 future, like, you see that there's a lot of destruction, you see that it's almost like a war-torn Earth. And it's hard to tell exactly where, I mean, they are in Chicago because we see earlier that they passed the Chicago Skyway or whatever. So we know that they're still in Chicago there. Um, I'm just curious as to whether, like, here he shows him in the next page. We get one of the most gorgeous pages of the entire issue where they're going through all the timelines. And the robot tells him, our connection is final, permanent for the duration of your life. You are part of existence. Loves, regrets, hates, mistakes. Nothing can be taken back. And, yeah, he says we are products that are decisions, so you know what to do. And that's where he gets flashed back right at the end. But you see those three writers again on his body in the future timeline. So we got to figure out who those writers are. But, uh, yeah, he flashes back into the Radio Shack. I mean, uh, you know, the closer Radio Renovations uh, store. And uh, that's where you see that he's almost influenced. He says, I have to fix this. And it's interesting to me because is that before he encounters – marshall for the first time is that after it's not particularly clear but i think the case remi- like either way it remains the same because i think that's the point where he realized like you know he has to do something about the timeline because it's going to lead to the destruction of earth the catalyst to war i'm just curious what in particular makes him think that marshall is responsible for the catalyst to war because we cool. didn't get any hints here him going
3: evil
0: oh i mean hint. but when, when did marshall go evil though before he does eventually oh right because i mean i guess he'll see that yeah i guess he'll see that okay okay yeah yeah well
1: i i will i would take everything any of the radiant robots say with a grain of salt because the 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 longer we read radiant black the more the robots get confused right like there have been more than one occasion even here when when the robots get revived he's he's confused like how or like the sh- activation online this shouldn't be happening um and uh marshall's robot was confused too when he went into existence and saved nathan so there's they they're not as all-knowing or all-powerful as they appear to be and i'm i'm not sure that because the robot seems to believe i mean the fact that he's
0: dead the fact that he had to get wendell to bring him back right exactly saying you did the impossible that just shows us that even the catalyst war is so grave in terms of scope and in the circumstance that even the robot himself died and is like questioning how Wendell was able to. Well, make so it.
1: this is, this is my question to you guys. You think the the last timeline is the result of catalyst work? Cause this is 18 years later. I, yeah. Catalyst War yeah, yeah. In a few That's months. Yeah. the way I
2: took it. The only thing I don't know, like does Wendell know, like has he been through the events of all the issues we've been up till this point? Like, does he know Marshall and the whole team? Are they dead at this point in time? Yeah. Um, and he's kind of the last radiant standing or like it's yeah, definitely. I think that's the way I took it, but definitely a lot of questions. But I just love how the, this entire issue, like he's always looking at the future and always, always looking forward at things not and not living being, in the moment. Yeah, he's not being able to stay in the present, and and I I have this problem all the time at school when you have ten assignments you need to do, but you're in class, you have to try to stay present to focus on what you're learning now. But if you're focusing on on your ten assignments in the future, you won't absorb what the important shit in the class, right? Um, so that shit really, yeah, no, I I just love that how he's always just focusing on forward and now he kind of it looks like he gets the chance to look back a little um now and it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes
1: do you guys think when he grabbed the yellow radiant at the donut shop and he had all these visions do you guys think that his past selves also had those visions Man, I just sense. want
0: to know where the Radiance came from. Like, why are they in that store? <laughs> I'm telling you, there's yeah. so many questions. Yeah, the more, the it, more dude, you it read this, like they the crash. more
3: questions. It, it looks like they just showed it's just up. there. Yeah. Dude, it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's
0: like, you know, like you just pick like a, you know, like a menu. You know, like here's a Radiance. So like,
3: Donuts are missing holes, and these are black holes. That's the first place i look. It's like hiding Luke on Tatooine. It's ridiculous. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I think I made a similar joke last time. It's true. Also, did he give Eva – is this a timeline where he
2: gave – Eva. Oh, really? Eva Pink I just radiant realized, yeah, it's it's I, one of the panels.
3: I, I, I just no, what something. if he didn't though? Is that what he saw? Was that a future for him is giving her the panel? Yeah, that, it, that's it what happened. I don't yep.
2: understand. Like no, I no, assume maybe got, if he, if this is something here, you, you go ahead. Beth.
0: No, no I, mean, I was just going to say, do you guys think that that panel and the page where we see all the timelines where he's holding the radiant and you see all the, the past, the present, you know, he, you see a close up, and it says, we are not more than our choices, Wendell. And then you see him looking up at the sky with the box in his hand. Do you think that's when he got the 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 like w- what's happening there? Is that when he got like the radiant, or is that when he found out his daughter was being born? Maybe and then the that's,
1: that's what makes me he's to me I took it as he's looking because if you he's looking at like the because or, or Michael the, Michael the, said the they bubbles. all got the
0: radiant within days of each other, so it's like it's like yeah. I don't understand like what the fuck cause, like, there's so many questions here <laughs> like in a good way like I'm not I'm not upset or anything this is like this makes me more intrigued because like. It actually shows you that the story, I think, is even deeper than we initially thought it was, which Kyle says uh, – this is the part where I play the Kyle voice. So, yeah, the, the, you know, you don't <laughs> even know what this book is yet. But, but yeah, so, uh, no, like, I just – there's just a lot going on, and this one just gave us so many more questions. Like, A's, like, yeah, like, how did the Radiant just show up into that – how did he get the Radiant? Why did he choose to give Eva the Radiant? Like, I think Matt's definitely – He awesome could
1: have like, like, taken thing. the pink Radiant, for all we know. Exactly. Like that's <laughs> what he, he had a choice. They were both that. right there in front of him. He could have easily. It was a fifty-fifty chance.
0: Yeah. So I and I, I wanted to know, like, why is he so convinced? Like, if this is something that's new to him, if they truly got their powers within within days of each other, and you know, that means that he's not very like, even though he might have a head start on attunement, attunement, like attune power, attuning to his powers. There's no way that he's as, like, expert enough to, like, know for sure that this is going to be the reality, right? Because he, he even said when he was explaining his powers last issue that some things happen, some things don't. And the fact that Marshall didn't die is proof of that. So it's like this, like, I have so many questions because it's like this, he's just operating almost half-assed at this point. Like, I'm not saying he's stupid. That's not the case. But I'm saying no. it's almost like his misery is painting his... his, his, his his, his decision making here is inf- influencing sorry is influencing his decision making here because because you know his, his life is not going well and he gets this cosmic power to almost like change his life and I think that that's a big factor here it might not like necessarily be it, it's really weird for him to almost decide to suddenly kill or change kill someone or change an entire timeline because of the future he saw because of a giant robot thing that he met days ago that's what I'm saying
3: when you're depressed your brain your neurons don't fire properly you some connections in your brain aren't made and you can't you're not acting at full mental capacity at some points when you're depressed or you think like shit you think you think like you're miserable he has nothing he's by himself he's got his family here's a little theory that i kind of thought of what if there's a timeline where it was supposed to be his daughter that gets the radiant and he didn't want to put her in danger so he gave it to eva instead and so now he has to go back in time and switch that so what if like pink just like lost her power or something like, oh i don't think I- it happened but i think it would, i don't think it would happen but i like it be
0: that Maybe, uh, what, what if the panel the panel where he's talking to his daughter where she's with his granddaughter is that maybe where he sees the reading for the first time because he closes the phone and there's a white there's a yellow glow behind him and that is in it's, the 2020s yes, yes, i think yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so that might be so like what the fuck it just showed up behind him <laughs> i mean i mean don't it's get me wrong a- i'm not questioning i'm just saying like there's a reason these things happen so we have to we have to take it with a grain of salt that if he's seeing all these things, whether there's a whether there's whether it's valid or not, and whether there's actual weight to it or not, he's still like they, we have to we have to actually question the fact that that radiant was placed there by someone. No.
1: Yeah. I think yeah. so because it's such a random place. Like he doesn't even work there, or at least up until twenty thirty minutes ago, he didn't even work there. He had no reason to go to his donut shop until he met Ted at Best Buy, and. Like you said, it didn't. It wasn't. It didn't fall from the sky and like destroy the building or anything. It, it almost looks like it was just delicately and purposely, uh, purposefully placed there yeah. for him specifically to come at this specific Could have been his. Could, it. could have been his future self, right,
2: coming back and trying to switch things up. Maybe he moved them, placed have, yeah. them there, some specific.
3: We've talked about fate and how a lot of personality traits seem to be connected to the powers that everyone has, right? Like Pink is like a streamer wants to be everywhere at once or whatever, and she can she has that. Red has, uh, you know, she's taken on a lot of bullshit, so she gets the ability to absorb that kind of stuff and use elements used against her as her best defenses. Marshall and and Nathan both came to both of them at the bar when they were both together and stuff like that. So there could be elements of that. And I don't know if we're going to talk about like fate on top of like what was supposed to happen, timelines, you throw in destiny and you know, you got yourself an aneurysm on your way, basically, because there's so many ways this could go. But (laughs) I'm sure it's all charted out. But yeah, it, I mean, the future, we don't know what this book is. We don't, we have no idea what the timeline is right now. Like we need, we need Dark Horse to make, give us a, you know, like this,
0: if this is a potential future, is any of this even valid? That's my question. So it's like, like, this is very confusing. Is this a lived reality? Is this a reality he lived? Is it like a failed save where a save, sorry, where he, like, you know, he he died game over and now he's continue to respond. Like, you know what I'm saying? Is that what just yeah. happened? Or is this like a, f- a vision? Like, is this I him, like, if having a vision of a future? You know what I mean? I think it's, it's very the
3: darkest cool. timeline where they lost the Catalyst War. I think that's the most obvious answer is this is the lost Catalyst War. This is the timeline where Ganon won and Link Link failed, basically. Yeah. But no okay cramp time turns.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And no, I, uh, overall, I think this was an incredible issue. I just like amazing debut comic book writing debut from Lawrence Holmes. The, the I mean, uh, this was a highly anticipated issue, and they killed it. They really did. And, and they even gave us a little bit of something. And we were, we already knew about this because we talked about this after C2E2, where they did this thing for C2E2 in the Enter Existence, and you could, you know, do the little optional thing you pick you know you get you get a radiant basically you're like oh use this radiant. so i was happy that they put it in this issue with the qr code a little bonus something that a lot of people enjoyed and i saw a lot of people talk about on social media what radiant did you guys get i got pink <laughs> oh cool
2: I, it, pink. oh that is cool the
1: yeah. first time i did it i got black but i saw some people in discord say they only got marshall but when i got it it said nathan comma marshall
2: yeah yeah i wonder cool. if there's but, but i got it as well it, w- it was cool seeing some of the explanations like on, on some of them like that uh the yellow one had some pretty cool text under there i forget what it said but um yeah no, that the whole just interface was was pretty cool and fun to go through for sure
0: michael basuto i'm pretty sure did that i'm, I'm like 100%, oh 100 percent i mean is what the website he made. Because at a the end of
1: stuff, so. that thing where if you show this to um, the invincible podcast guys they'll give you oh yeah poster. but yeah. that was that was a so you know yeah. i i tried You got pink you got pink too yeah Ooh, nice nice i tried redoing it multiple times to try to get pink like i think i got yeah uh black red and then yellow and i did it three more times and i could not get pink
0: yeah uh, i i just want to say and we already talked about this in last episode so if you're if you want to hear about this more check out our ring Black number 17 discussion so we're not going to go into detail but i loved uh the letter section for this issue. I loved the uh, the letter that Michael wrote summarizing C2E2 and SDCC and basically his whole con American con circuit. But Lockport party, there are some amazing pictures. They showed pictures of the the image wall at the uh, at the convention. They showed at San Diego Comic Con. They showed pictures of uh, the Lockport uh, party where they had the entire Blacklight issue on the walls and it looked amazing. And uh, they showed the pictures with the cutouts. Just this is the kind of thing that you just don't. That get. show was
2: awesome with the with the yeah. whole team there, the helmet there. That yeah, that that, that picture is awesome. Man.
0: You don't get that in comics. These like these, it's like it's hard to find this kind of interaction and this kind of stuff in comics. That I was just like, I don't know. This this are, this, this issue was truly like, and I'm trying to say this about being biased, but of course I'm biased because we're on the Rain Black podcast. But this issue was already a 10 out of 10 for me, but this made it like I cemented the 10 out of 10 even more because. It's just perfect. You, you get to, like, even if you weren't able to attend, this is just a great way to feel like you're a part of it.
3: I don't know. Only 15 pages, minus five stars for me. How could you justify that? Obviously, it was 15 pages because it was, like, action-packed, telling, like, four stories in one, and your mind was melted before you could even count the pages. So, yeah, I get <laughs> yeah, it. Did, yeah,
2: didn't even, didn't even notice that, to be honest yeah Didn't exactly
3: completely justified and plus they filled it with more and they gave you like a bonus little like personality buzzfeed quiz at the end or whatever just kidding i would never tarnish the name of radiant black buzzfeed but <laughs> uh they it's amazing you know like 15 we're gonna remember this for a while and it's the most the densest issue that took me the longest to read of any radiant black issue
2: yeah. yeah yeah and honestly like for me one of the and like i'm not exaggerating one of the most rereadable readable issues i've ever read of any comic from any oh. company honestly oh, I, like, I agree n- not even just how the story is presented and the way the story is told going through it linearly just the way different ways you can read it like different ways you can go through it like like just one example like like just noticing like like when Wendell Wright has the baby like he he's holding the baby he says but I promise you I'll always be there for you to fix it you and your mom and you go down to the next panel 18 years later and he's trying to and he's trying to fix the fix the divorce and the daughters is not everything can be fixed and just the way the pages mesh together just everything was just fucking genius yes yeah.
0: i just want to say one thing i didn't notice but i just noticed now in the first page and you notice this in multiple pages in the first timeline 1984 where he's always looking up like he's hopeful. He's looking up like he's hopeful to the world. He still thinks he can change it. But if you look at 2038, he's always yeah, looking like down. Yeah, that's a good... Yeah. good fucking like, call. he's just, like, he's even... Like, his hope is completely demolished. Like, he has no... Like, I mean, it shows from his hair being, you know, completely... I mean, he's not just old. Like, that's literally... His life force is almost sucked up because he just looks like he's lingering. Yeah, yeah but... It, it, fantastic issue, truly. I, I, I... I I picked up the 125 by Tom Whalen, which is another amazing oh. cover that I know. Yeah, I, everybody is trying to get those Tom Whalens, right? Like we want that Tom Whalen, like Radiant Black Sun,
2: oh, yeah, yeah, first yeah. of
0: all. Yeah. So get on those people. But I just want to say one thing that I think will excite everybody. So you guys know those amazing uh, uh, Carlini variants for Massiverse, you know the yeah yeah the the ones where I'm 10. yeah and I made the yeah the Blacklight one and they did the one for Rogue Son yeah yeah dead lucky number one yeah so someone someone tweeted today they, they had all three of them uh, cgc with the, with the signatures and everything really cool and they, they tagged matt groom and said pretty cool set right here would love to add an inferno to it and then matt groom said well it'd be a shame to leave the set incomplete dot 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 I, I told you guys i told you guys i gotta do it i gotta give us the carlini i i want to say i don't know if you guys seen that tweet where we did the uh where we all tweeted the uh, rainy black with the I uh, basically replaced the Thanos meme with a gauntlet and put the <laughs> these as the yeah. gems. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So check that out if you haven't seen it. It's pretty, it's pretty hilarious. But uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's everything. Anyone else have got any other comments for this issue?
3: I do want to say Simone, the way that they portrayed facial expressions like despair and sadness, it really portrayed like that's where I got the Lorenzo vibes and stuff like that from like the distinct oblivion song faces. But you could really feel this mm-hmm. was the darkest timeline and the despair in like multiple people's faces are very distinct and stand out to me in, in a good way and i think that it like the tone of this book like it really just it really just emphasized it
0: 100 percent killer book. yeah 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 he, no, he colored sure. it and, too which is like
2: I, like oh, i, I double
0: checked like he I, colored andrew wow. yeah like he did That's everything for the amazing. art
2: yeah so that, I was, that's that's incredible that's incredible uh, yeah no he he really makes you feel everything they want you to feel and especially like even even this guy um who tells wendell to choke on the nut the guy with the big glasses like just looks just looks like such a dick just yeah. <laughs> gotta hate oh, that. Yeah. but here's a yeah, question for to no. you
3: a radiant black uh, solo series or radiant yellow where the hell would that even be would we see this timeline would it be set in the in the uh, darkest <laughs> timeline
0: like we don't yeah, know I, I, or, yeah yeah or
2: throughout throughout time yeah, yeah. Each I issue don't know is a
1: different timeline but, my, but my, you, do,
2: you already know this has to be included in there if they do end up making making absolutely. some stuff and collecting that in um but no finger fingers crossed for that because definitely want definitely want some more spotlight on on wendell like just just the way like they can tell these different stories um like you can't you, you can do that sometimes in radiant black and they can go through timelines but just seeing it from his point of view is is definitely crazy and special
0: as long as we get Stefano Simeone back to do our i'm all in man like this guy killed it like
2: if yeah. we if we get oh. a five
0: issue miniseries, please get Stefano back. I I know I, I know that might not be uh doable, but if we could, oh baby. fingers
2: just, crossed.
0: Yeah, to get twenty two pages of Stefano's art, like full pages, even though here we could arguably cut, I, I, that we got more because of how many panels we have. But yeah, like I I just wanna I, I yeah I can't wait. Anyway,
3: speaking of panels, I, what's going on on panel to panel this week, guys?
0: Panel to panel, uh, we we actually recently did a Riddler uh discussion and now we're gonna have a, a i think bullet adventures or something like that we're reading an indie comic by an indie creator okay I th- um. is it a kickstarter comic i think it's a kickstarter yes yes, yes. yeah
1: cool so. on monday yeah
0: you so. guys going
2: through all the one bad days or just just was intrigued no just, just just the, the riddler, riddler, for now, riddler for
0: now but we'll we'll look into more as they come but we are gonna there are some titles that we're committing to Discussing monthly, and I think it's it's uh Carnage, Ice Cream Man,
2: uh Batman, and- Power Bomb. Carnage and is good shit, man. I I, I fucking yeah. I I really love that series so far. Oh, oh yeah, love, love the art on that. Oh my god.
1: Oh. Anyway, just real real quick too. Next week we have um rogue on number seven and the uh, Lucky Three, and Rook's on number seven. I'm very excited for specifically because. Oh, yeah, this would be my adventure. first choose your own adventure exactly yeah. so it should be pretty you cool. never
0: you never you never read the goosebumps choose your own adventure
1: no i never never read never read goosebumps to be honest
2: the fuck uh, <laughs> no that's it uh, yeah. no but those, those preview pages look those those preview pages looked freaking amazing like he was talking to a dragon or some shit like i was like this looks absolutely like yeah no <laughs> cannot wait for that it, it looked like I hope we see some big huge monsters and some shit, but definitely going to get wild.
0: Yeah. If you guys like Stein, check out stuff in nightmares. It so it's pretty good. It was a lot like goosebumps, but like more for adults. And it just came out like last week from, I think boom studios. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. I enjoyed it. If you like goosebumps, I think you'll, you'll take it. But uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's it for today. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone for joining us on this uh, multifaceted, crazy timeline issue. We had a blast talking about it. Okay. Save me everyone.